Sometimes I feel in trouble. Where's your hair on earth I find? Oh, in this world, I'm bound to friend. I have no friends to help me now. And we're back. This is Dumb on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. I'm, uh, this is Sam. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Um, and I'm just a little bit steamed still from... The last conversation about Rob Manfred. I really hate that guy. Yeah. Well, let's get right into it then. Rob Manfred. And I think this is going to be an ongoing conversation this year. God, I fucking hate him. Is he out to destroy Major League Baseball? Uh, Yeah. Well, first of all, yes. Let me just read you some of Rob Manfred's career highlights with Major League Baseball. Okay. He got his start with Major League Baseball serving as an outside camp counsel. Uh, Wait, so in 1987, he started working with Major League Baseball during collective bargaining. He made his first real, like, move into Major League Baseball. He served as an outside counsel for the owners during the 94-95 Major League Baseball strike. Okay. Uh, he joined Major League Baseball in 1998, serving as an executive vice president of economics and league affairs. He negotiated MLB's first drug testing agreement with the Players Association, which we know was the worst right. professional sports drug testing agreement ever. Um, he led Major League Baseball's investigation into the biogenesis scandal. Right. That was a great, great thumbs up for Major League Baseball also. Like, all of these, this is like a a classic case of failing upwards. Gotcha. Like, he worked for the owners during the strike of 94-95. Yeah. He negotiated the drug testing agreement. He, like, investigated the biogenesis scandal. This guy's a joke. Yeah. Fucking joke. And he hates baseball. And he is a patsy for the owners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He is. He's a patsy. Yeah. He's a little errand boy. (laughs) Well, and you had brought this up in the A block of... Can the fans unionize? You were calling for the fans to unionize, which yeah, I I'm still love. calling for the fans to unionize. I love that. Oh, he's a Yankees fan. Well, duh. I that doesn't. I mean, I didn't know that, but that does not surprise me one little bit. Long pause. Long. I'm just disgusted. <laughs> so what leverage can we have? We've talked about this in the past. What leverage can we have as fans of Major League Baseball 
to well, that's the thing is like the you know we're the ones who are really fueling the ship you know right we're shoveling the coal yeah and the coal is our goddamn money right and yeah. nobody is no one's thanking us for it you know no one's sure. giving us health care here's the way i think about it they're like a drug dealer and we've already gotten hooked Folks like you and I, we're already hooked. The people that they're worried about are the first-time customers. Right. And so that's what Rob Banfred is worried about. See, he doesn't respect us, the hardcore baseball fans at all, because he knows we're not going to stop shoveling our money into this endeavor. Right, because we're all strung out already. Exactly. Which is a sad state of affairs for royal baseball fans. Right. This is actually the second time today I've referred to myself as strung out. Oh, the, first, the first was in reference to imported prosciutto. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened? Well, I just got this new job, right, which I've mentioned. And it's right next to, like, my favorite Italian butcher shop in the city uh-huh. in Brooklyn. And it's... Uh, so I just stopped by there today and got a sandwich. And it was so good. Because uh-huh. they do like dry aged meat and like, you know, regular butcher shop stuff. But then they have like a full on Italian deli in there too. Uh-huh. Like really good imported Italian meats, you know? Right. <laughs> so my speculation was that I was going to become strung out on imported prosciutto and lose my job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you show up to work with, like, prosciutto, like, bits in your beard. Yeah. You haven't slept in three days. <laughs> right. Yeah, my, like, like really extremely high blood pressure and, like, the <laughs> gout, you know? Question, though. What was the cheese and the bread on the sandwich? Uh, oh, yeah. Aged provolone, which is like right. my favorite sandwich cheese. And then just like a regular Italian sub roll bread, you know? Yeah. But like, well, good. But, you know, it was good. With butter? With mayonnaise? No, balsamic dressing. Balsamic like dressing. Oil, oil and balsamic vinegar and like uh, extra salt. And, like, pickled peppers, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is going to give you heart disease. So legit. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds delicious, though. That's (laughs) fucking the best. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I could just see myself doing that, like, every day, you know? Right. Oh, because you're going to work next door. Because I work right next door. And then it's like, they also have, like, 30 different sandwiches on the menu before <laughs> I even have to like start inventing my own. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that makes me think of people who are judged for spending $8 a day on Starbucks lattes. They're not living their best life. Right. You're going to be living your best life spending, I don't know how much money every day on uh, prosciutto Italian sandwiches. Right. Yeah. Like, ranging from 10 to, like, $25, <laughs> depending on the level of, like, 
prosciutto that you get, you know? Right, when you get really carried away. And that's how the drug dealers work, too, right? right? They start you off on the on the low-level shit, and then they're like, hey, you really want to get high? No, you no, need- it's the other way around. Oh, okay. They, they start get- you off on the good stuff, and then, like, nothing is ever good and as good as that, so you just buy more and more and more. So how does that translate to Italian meat? I don't know. I'm, like, just going to end up, like, shuddering <laughs> in the gutter eating grocery store bologna, probably, by, like, the pound. <laughs> it's like begging for change to get, like, a little bit of olive loaf, you know? <laughs> oh, that's disgusting and sad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, like, to be continued. (laughs) To be continued. (laughs) But I really do, like, aged provolone on a sandwich. Like, that's my fate. Like, that, you know, and I try to, like, get a, like, provolone on a regular sandwich at a regular deli, and then I'm, like, really disappointed, you know? (laughs) But that's when you're going to get in trouble. You're going to start screaming at the police, like, uh, employee at the deli counter. This is not what I ordered. Right. Call it prolonged cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to run from the cops. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but right. it's nice because you know all the delis around where I live are run by. Where are they from? Yemen? All the Delhi? Yeah, they're all these Middle Eastern guys. I can't remember where they're from. But they're all from one place. But they don't... Like, you can't get a ham sandwich. Because they're all halal. So, this Italian deli next to my work is like... I, You know, I got a, I got a sandwich today with like seven different kinds of pork on it, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyway, it was really good. Anyway, uh, talk about Rob Manfred for a second. I'm going to deal with some technical issues. Uh, um, what, did your cat, like, scrape his butt across your keyboard again? God damn it, that fucking cat. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't really know what to say about Rob Manfred, except for, like, he's just trying to change the rules of the game, the structure of the playoffs... Um, he's like, doesn't really give, he's like bungled this entire Astros. Like he doesn't respect the world series trophy. Uh I, you know, I, I don't really feel like he got the punishment of the Astros wrong, but at the same time, he certainly bungled the fallout of it. Right. Um, well, but that's the whole thing, like... Because, like, people are calling, like, say, said he should have stripped the World Series trophy from the Astros, but, like, then what happens? Like, he can't give it to the Dodgers. Exactly. It's just vacated. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would support, like, postseason bans. A postseason ban, but then, like, what's the point of them even be like competing? Getting paid. 
Right, but they could just phone it in. Right. Like, try not to get hurt. You know, it would be like a... It'd be like a gimme. What do you mean by a gimme? Like, you know, the manager wouldn't care. Like, managers all get postseason bonuses. Like, the players wouldn't care because they're not playing for postseason bonuses. I guess, like, some of them would be playing for, like, personal statistic bonuses. But if you ban a team from the playoffs, then they are, like, have absolutely no incentive to compete that year, which, like, throws off the balance of their division uh, and their league um, and, you know, fucks with the level of competition in the entire major league. So you can't do that. Like, you can't take away the trophy because then all of a sudden there is a year where nobody wins the World Series. You can't penalize the players because otherwise no one's going to talk to you. Uh, you know, and you can't like just let Trevor Bauer dictate how you do your job. <laughs> like, I fucking hate Rob Manfred, but like, if he caves to like all of this shit on Twitter and ESPN.com, he's a fucking idiot, which I guess he is, but it's like, you know, you can't. You can't cower in the face of Trevor Bauer's Twitter account. You know what I mean? All right, Sam. We're trying to get our first ever caller. Who's calling you right now? Thomas. Oh, your cousin? Yeah. Nice. Hello? Hello. Can you hear us? Hi. I can hear you. Sam, can you hear him? Yeah, I can hear him. Why why don't you just splice him in on the Skype call? Oh, yeah. Do you have the Skype? Hey, hey, are you there? Yeah. Do you have Skype? I was just previewing the show. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, but it's too late now, so he's, he's already under the gun. Oh, there you go. Uh, do you want to join our Skype call? How do we do it? Do you have Skype, the app? I used to. Oh, yeah. That'll take too long. I'm just, I'm just holding you up to the microphone right now. So. <laughs> that doesn't work out. Huh? Well, we could do FaceTime, but it'd be the same. Do you want to do FaceTime? I have FaceTime. I mean, oh, it would be the same as you'd have to connect it to the... Yeah, yeah, it'd be the same. Um, okay, so I don't know if this is going to work at all, but we're going with it anyway. So we were just talking about... I can, hear, I can hear you pretty well. <laughs> what, what's your hot take on the Houston Astros? I think, that, I think it's funny that Carlos Correa is propagating the second lie. Like, he told the first lie about how Altuve's wife got mad at him for taking off his shirt, and then, but then he also picked up the ball on the bad tattoo one and started going with that one. So, like, there's a lie upon a lie. That's what you say? Yeah, like, if he had just stuck with the first lie, everybody would have been like, okay, maybe. But since there's, like, a second lie on top of it, it just seems dumber now. Right. I also like that he said that Jose Altuve was the only one who didn't use the cheating scheme. Yeah, well, he points to his away. He had, like, a better better average away than he had at home. But, I mean, Altuve's a good hitter, but, like, whatever. Well, that's what I've been actually saying. I've been actually like, dude, the Astros are still going to be good. And... That's what's really going to piss me off, is if they yeah. do well this year. Right. I, and they're going to be on the revenge tour, right? Well, I guess it, the uh, revenge tour is the wrong term. But a baseball season's a long season, so they could just get beat down by being booed every day, all day. 
which is what I'm hoping for, which is why I'm going to go to all the UC games. <laughs> I'm going to Houston in April. I'm going to go to a game. It's going to be sweet. Yeah, you got to go. I mean, that's the thing. You have to go let them know that they're fucking shitbags. No, I'm going to be cheering for them. I'm a big fan of cheating, actually, in baseball. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I don't know. I like, I like that it's, this one's against the rules the way people are pissed about. Oh, I just, I just like that it's like WWE rules now. Like, we have the heel. The heel is the Houston Astros. Oh, that would be cool if they could play that. But, like, uh, but we had Joey Votto. Joey Votto was doing that for a while, and he was, he was fun at that. But the Astros, are, like, they, don't, they don't have enough of a sense of humor for that. Oh, like, that's a good point. Doesn't take doesn't take him like wouldn't be into jokes about himself, you know. But like, I'd be like, like George Springer and Alex Bregman and Justin Verlander could really lean into the heel mentality. And if like, Gary Cole was still there, him too. Have, have a good sense of humor, and they don't. I don't know. What about like the goddamn Undertaker? I just don't think Alex Bregg I think Alex Bregman takes himself too seriously and he wants people to, he wants people to like him and have to think he's really good. I would actually agree with that. I I am always surprised by how much anti Alex Bregman sentiment I encounter in the world. I fucking hate that guy. There we go. You both said I fucking hate Alex Bregman. What? Such a pile of trash. I hate it. Like he's my least yeah. favorite. I want him to get coronavirus. We went to the Astro. Me and me and Al went to the Twins game, and we sat on like we got tickets like right on the field because the Mariners suck, and it was easy to get. Right. But uh, I yelled at Marwin Gonzalez. I said, "Hey, Marwin." Was Altuve an asshole? <laughs> he just started laughing. He like stopped and looked at me and started laughing, and he kept laughing about it for a minute. And then I made another joke, and he continued to laugh about it. So I thought that was pretty funny. But in hindsight, he was probably cheating too. So he probably was just happy nobody was calling him on it. He said something about that. I thought he did. Yeah, somebody Google that. I thought Marlon Gonzalez. I feel like he was on. I saw like a spray ch- a chart of like. Most pitches seen versus most, you know, like there was some kind of thing that was, it was some sort of compiled data on a pitches seen versus pitches swung at kind of thing where they had like for amount of times that he, the, the drum was rang or, or right. did someone the get the trash, trash can or whatever. And he was yeah. one of the worst ones. He was one of the people that was doing it the most. I think. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Moment. Um, okay, so you buddy. He's on the Twins, yeah. Um, okay, so your buddy Al is a Twins fan, huh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, Chicago White Sox, we're, we're making a run for it this year. That's what you think. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 made some, they made some good moves, and they, and they maintained the good that they have, and I think that they bettered themselves. So they could give Cleveland a run for second place. Yeah, well, because, um, fuck, who did you guys, Josh Donaldson, right? Yep. Yeah. And they also got Homer Bailey and, uh... Kentamaida. Right. 
And Rich Hill, yeah. Rich Hill's a good pitcher when he stays healthy. Well, I mean, when I mean, he's, yeah, when he's healthy, I, I couldn't agree more. He's like, not going to be coming in until June. Wasn't Homer Bailey? Homer Bailey's not bad. Yeah, he's a decent number three, four starter. He was super high prospect for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. But, and then we still have... And Maeda in the bullpen, that's decent. Yeah. Or starting. And then you got Bruce Dart, Raiderall. We have Pineda. Once he comes back from suspension. And you still have... Gorillos and Gorillos. Yeah. I think we got a solid team. Yeah. Who's, the starting, who's the starting rotation for the White Sox this year, Joel? We don't. We got Dallas Keuchel. That was one of our big, big grabs. Dallas yep. Keuchel. And we got Giolito, who was yep. like the first half Cy Young candidate and then fell off. And then, like, a lot of question marks after is that. Is Kopech or Kopech? Kopech is, is like, going to come back from Tommy John. So, oh, so he's, is he a ways off? Or is he no, no, he's ready. But is he good? I don't know. Right. Um, and then, um, I don't know, other guys. Oh, we picked up Gio Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, Gio and, Gonzalez, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it, it's, it's a big improvement from last year. Um, but I don't know if it's a, a winning combination. I mean, there's a lot of questions. A lot of a lot of White Sox fandom right now is if everybody overperforms, we're going to be great. That was like where the Mariners were two years ago, and they did for like half a season. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, I'm a little actually concerned is going to happen this year is that we'll overperform for until. July fourth or something like that, and then follow but, but, but the but the upside for you guys is that you're at the beginning of your competition window. Hopefully, with like Eloy and yeah, what's the other process? What's uh, the right fielder's name? Yeah, he's third base. Robeo, Louis, Louis Robeo or Louis Robert? I don't actually know. He's uh, going to come up, and he's going to be real good. Um. We got, and we got, um, yeah, Moncada, Tim Anderson, Eloy Jimenez, like, Jose Abreu, who I still am a big fan of. Um, we picked up Yasmani Grandal. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited about having Yasmani Grandal on our team. Um, and, yeah, no, it will be a good team. That's cool. The Central will be interesting. I mean, are the Twins, or the, I mean, the Indians actually going to be good? Did Lindor stay there? Yeah, yeah. Lindor's still there. We don't know what the Indians are going to be like. Um, the Indians they lost, are, uh, they lost Kluber, right? And Trevor Bauer. Um, and Bauer. They got Carrasco. They got Carlos Carrasco will be back. And they got Clevenger. Yeah. Oh. So, isn't Clevenger getting surgery? Is he? I you think so. Like out for the season surgery? No, but out for some time, I think. I could well, be wrong. Sort of seem like they're not really trying, but they're they should be or something. Yeah, what Cleveland is trying to do is rebuild on the fly because they think the AL Central is weak, which it is. Um, but yeah, what else do they have behind their? I mean, uh, the outfielder that came up last year it kind of surprised everybody. Well, they do got they have prospects coming up. Oh, I have no idea. 
Right, Cookie. Yeah, Cookie Carrasco. He beat cancer. So that's he got, good. He beat cancer, but then he got... He sucked when he came back. <laughs> oh, so he didn't beat cancer. He beat cancer to survive. <laughs> right. He was he a feel-good story and nothing else. <laughs> it could get dark really fast. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> did, he, did he beat cancer? Because, like, <laughs> oh, he's... Really <laughs> Right, right. You're still getting paid. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Like I said, this is getting dark. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've taken a couple of those tunes already tonight. So that's good. That's like your thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, I keep wishing coronavirus on people. <laughs> it's probably, I, I had coronavirus a few times on vacation, you know what I mean? <laughs> With a line? Yeah, exactly. How, about, How are the Red Sox going to be? The Red Sox are going to be good, I think. Uh, everyone's like poo-pooing how they got rid of Mookie Betts, but like the Red Sox scored, I think, the third most runs in Major League Baseball last year, and they're like, they're, like their pitching sucks. So if they can get their pitching together and like absorb some of the loss of Mookie Betts, they'll win ninety something games, you know. Sorry, what? Well, they like they scored so many runs last year. Like they had a bad year last year, but it was all in the pitching staff. And they, like, I think that if they can get their pitching under control a little bit this year, they should be considerably better than last year, even with losing our, you know, best player in Mookie Betts. But they still have Chris Sale. What's right. the rotation? It's got Porcello in it still? No, he went to the Mets. Chris Sale, Nathan Evaldi, like, both of them were hurt last year, so if they could come back and, like, play well this year, it would be a completely different too. season. And then they don't have uh, Price anymore. He went to the Dodgers, too. Um, but they have Eduardo Rodriguez, who had a career year last year. Um, this new guy, Perez, who I don't really know anything about. Oh, he played for the Twins last year, actually. Yeah, oh, Martin Perez. Yeah, he was the Twinkie last year. Oh, Martin Perez is a journeyman. He, he could do anything. Who knows? He'll yeah. start off strong and he knows that. <laughs> he started off strong last year, but he has been pretty shitty in the past. He was with the Rangers forever. Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, and you know, they they don't have a fifth starter, so they may pick somebody I mean, up, or like they have that new guy from. You can ask the one too. Say what? If Sale and Yavaldi can keep it together, that's a really good one too. Right. Exactly. Um, is so, is JD Martinez coming back? Yeah, JD Martinez is still there. Xander Bogarts had a career year last year. Fucking Rafael Devers is going to be a fucking superstar. Um, like, I've never seen anybody hit home runs to the opposite field the way that guy does. Uh, just, like, effortless power. And he's still only, like, 21 years old. So, I think, you know, I think the Red Sox will be better this year than last year. 
Like, I don't know why they were so bad last year. <coughs> um, I mean, I do. It's because their pitching sucked. But they, like, they probably will go with an opener, I think, which would be a weird thing. But that's like, that's like I am Bloom's oh. like, big thing. Wait, what are you talking about, Sam? Sam just came back. Go ahead. Oh, was I gone for a second? Hello? Hello? Uh, we're just, we're, this is classic right now. Um, yeah, classic dump on the up. Hello? Uh, what the me? hell was I going to ask you guys, though? Could I ask? Oh, the LA Angels of Anaheim. What about them? Are they, they going to be able to challenge the Houston Astros? You don't know about that? I mean, I don't know. Like, Shohei is back. Right. I'm excited for that. And they got Rendon. They got what? Oh, Anthony Rendon. Yeah, to support right. Trout. Right. I mean, they're, they're probably just pitching. If Shohei can hold down some pitching, if they can get if they can get solid outings from him, they might be on something with Kluber and him. But right. they got, uh, they almost got, they almost got Jock Peterson. Yeah, but they didn't. But then no, they, they didn't, didn't get Jack Peterson. <laughs> That's key. Wait, but they would be like Jack they would have a good offensive team if they got him. Well, I think, I think they're a legit offensive team already. I don't know. Trout and Anthony Rendon in the same lineup is legit offense. And if Shohei is, I think Shohei could have a cool year. I, I mean, I kind of hate the Angels, but I'm sort of not mad at them. I, I kind of don't. I kind of want them to do well. Um, but, like, Seattle's going to be bad, right? Yeah, that's what, I mean, yeah. yeah. You never know. Life, life's crazy, man. Life is crazy. There's always somebody. There's always someone. Life is crazy, yeah, but it's not that crazy. I mean, well, I don't know. Taiwan Walker could have a resurgent season. I mean... You say shortened up his, his delivery, he simplified his uh, mechanics. His uh, win might be crazy. I don't know. You never know, man. Life is, life is like a I, just, I feel like every team in the AL West has gotten better this season, except for the except for the Mariners. Oh, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> like, you never know. <laughs> I mean, you know, everyone could get the coronavirus and then – the Mariners would de facto win the division. Mitch Hanniger and Malik Smith. That's a winner. <laughs> no, all I'm hoping for is Kyle Seeger to have a good season. Right, huh. I like that guy. Yeah, I want to trade him. <laughs> for what? I want him to have a good season and then trade him. Is that, is that what you're saying? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. If they can get if they can get something for him at the trade deadline, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I am rooting for Kyle Seager to have a good season. Who else am I rooting for? Uh, well, I mean, it's fun because it's like there's a couple of young guys. You know, it's like KP Crawford's got to have a good season. I want Shed Long to have a good season. This Evan White guy, they're gonna bring it up, bring him up, and make give him a sink or swim treatment at first base. Who is uh? Who's the guy who had the ruptured testicle last year? Mitch. Mitch Hanniger. Yeah, that guy's going to be good if he can get his testicles in order, I think. Yeah, if, if he's got the balls for it. 
protective cup, then he's going to have a good year. <laughs> his, not only did he rupture his testicle, but it kept him out for like six months. Yeah. <laughs> he's not gonna, it's, I just read this they thing that he's like, going to miss the beginning of the season. <laughs> well, I, God, that must have sucked so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know what happened to his testicle. But he was out for a long time, and he did not want to come. I think Just he like, didn't want to come back. I like, can't go to work for six months because my testicle is broken. <laughs> that is a very ruptured testicle. That's a very yeah. ruptured testicle. Well, didn't, didn't he, like, foul a ball directly into his nuts? Oh, man, you both said things. I don't know what either you said. <laughs> Right, this is high quality radio. <laughs> That's the podcast brought us. Poor <laughs> quality radio. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, next time, get get your Skype account in order. I think you do, because I think didn't you come on last year on Skype? Uh, no, I never came on. I've never been on. Oh, okay. I thought okay. It's so been a lifelong dream. Yay! That's only because you That's only because you have my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually kind of a miracle really because right. of the fact that we still we've had the same numbers long enough to have be able to make contact exactly. with each other. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um also though uh, listen to a Super Bowl episode with Marin on it. Okay, I will. She, she yeah, she's a football expert. She's an NFL expert. She's a big, oh, she's a Seahawks fan. Oh, good. <laughs> Lord knows the world needs another Seahawks fan. There you go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That, that, that was an unnecessary dig. I take that by that. Marin, that don't take offense. She will take offense. And if, if the world ever needed another Seahawks fan, Marin is the Seahawks fan in the world. <laughs> I, say, I think that I say that in complete with complete earnest. Right. Well, everything you say is being recorded. Yeah, no. I, yeah. I, it's okay. She um, knows okay. Right, so, so, wait. Just, a, just an update. Mike Clevenger had a surgery to repair a partially torn meniscus. Oh, damn. Uh, and he should be out six to eight weeks is what it says. Yeah, that's not terrible. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, Beaver was good and they got Carrasco. They, yeah, well, you never know. The Central could be interesting, but I think the Twinkies are the team to beat. Sorry. I don't disagree with you. And I'm, I've been I've been looking at it and um, I'm going to I'm going to give a little preview. Minnesota is my dog horse for the World Series right now. Wow! I, I like it. I, could I, like it. Yeah. I think uh, I think the Yankees are overrated as fucking usual. Um, I think I think Houston's gonna still be good, which is gonna piss everybody off. What about the Rays? 
I don't know. What about the Rays? The, the AL East could be interesting. The Rays were really cool last year, and they made a pretty damn good run. Yeah. Who have they still got? I mean, they, they, I think they kept – I mean, they, their team is probably intact. Yeah. Like, who did they Who did they have? <laughs> well, uh, who did they have is a good question. Obviously, El Garcia had a kind of was out of his head for the first half of the right. season. They got – Tommy Pham? Well, I mean, their starting rotation is nasty. They've got Tyler Glass now. They've got Ian Snell. They've got uh, who's their other really good guy last year? Charlie Morton finished second in or Charlie Morton. Uh, Charlie the, Morton was, a good, was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like they had a, they got crazy year out of Travis Darnot at, at behind the plate. They got um, who he played somewhere else though? Kind of out of his head. They had a couple guys play kind of out of their heads, but then they have a couple of young guys that are actually pretty legit. They're interesting. Uh, yeah. What was the one they, they they traded Jake Bowers to Kansas City for, or to, to Cleveland for uh, who and he had like an incredible season. He had like an MVP caliber season. Traded from Kansas from Cleveland. Oh to no, Kansas. Yandy Diaz was the one that they traded to. From oh, Cleveland. Yandy Diaz, yeah. yeah. And he had a good season, but the one of, the one that was out of their head was from came with Glass now and the deal with the Pirates for Archer, and it was, uh, what's his name? Oh, I dropped him. Oh, they got G-Man Choi. Love that guy. G-Man Choi. G-Man Choi had a good season for them. Uh, they're young out. I forget the guy's name. You got, you got Tommy Pham, you got Yandy Diaz, you got, I was saying you'll go see, uh, I don't know. Phone. I can't. I can't look on my phone because I can't. So I'm not good at the internet. Right. Right. Well, we'll figure it out. What is Toronto? Is Toronto going to be any good? I don't think so. Okay. So you're looking at Yankees. It'll be interesting, but I think I think I think the Rays, the Yankees, and the Red Sox are going to make it very interesting. Yeah. Um. Who is the guy on the Rays that I'm thinking of? And I really want to know. Don't know. I'm looking it up right now. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, except, except my MLB app keeps dying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can have a whole segment on MLB app. Your boy Mike Zunino is on the Rays. Yeah, he's he was pretty sleepy last season. Um, no, he 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 could, but he could over. Ryan Yarbrough was the other guy in the rotation that was pretty good last year. And then they had a pretty nasty Chaz Rowe and uh, who was out of the who's the other guy out of the bullpen that was really good? They got Dylan Kofi. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, who is the guy I'm thinking of out of the? Oh, oh Willie Thomas had a nasty year at shortstop, but the Austin Meadows. Austin Meadows. Okay. And yeah. then Kevin Kiermaier is such a he's good, and Hunter Renfro could be good too. Yeah, they got an interesting team, man. But are these all guys who overperformed last year? Like, isn't this all I, I like? Think, no, I think that I think people think that uh, Austin uh, Austin Meadows is like legit perennial MVP candidate. Huh. Okay. That'll be interesting. And Kiermaier has been defensively; he's been kind of a standout for a long time. Adonis is young, and I think people sort of see that happening. I think Daniel, who was there's a couple of guys that had kind of Brousseau had a kind of and Brandon Lau might have had years that were maybe out of 
what people think is normal. Right. Oh, they got Jose Martinez, though. That's cool. Oh, it's weird. I haven't looked at the MLB app with a, this new with like their spring line, spring road, uh, spring rosters. Oh, that's cool. Okay, All right, I got to bring this to a close. So, in our last segment, though, Thomas and Al, we talked about. You know, I'm gonna say this, and then I want to close with this. The Las Vegas sport books are putting the Astros bean ball over under at eighty three point five. Did you confirm that, or are we still just going on the number that I thought I heard? Oh, I'm just reading what you said. Did oh, you not that? All right. <laughs> this is a made-up over-under. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's somewhere in that. Uh, <clears throat> it's somewhere in that that area. Eighty-three point five. Yeah. For the whole season, the whole team. That seems low, right? Which would, that would be the yeah. Right. That's what I would say. Wait, does that have to be contact or just thrown at? I think. Uh, oh, I would say contact. Hit, hit, hit by, by pitch. pitch. Hit by pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going way over for Caesar. Yeah. Yeah, a lot over, right? Like. Yeah, eighty-three point five. Yeah, way over. Yeah, so that's like well, one every other game. Think about that's one hit batter more than every other game. Like, that's more than half of the games. A guy gets hit in every, in every other game. Yeah. More than, yeah. So they, to be over, it would have to be 84 games. So that's like more than half the games in the season. I would say that, like, I would say probably there's going to be 80 on purpose. And then, then like, like, another. 50 by accident. Yeah. Yeah, what's the average? That's a question. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Your question. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. It's your goddamn podcast, Joel. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think it's gonna be way over. I think the Astros gotta get ready to fight. I was talking earlier. Their first road trip is to Oakland. I think like, there's going to be violence on the baseball field. They're just going to get batteries rained on them by the audience. Yeah, that's the other thing. The fans are going to come at them hard. I think, I think Houston's going to have a tough season, honestly. I think it's going to be hard for them. You think so? You think, yeah. I mean, they're a good team. I think they'll probably be fine. But I kind of hope that, it, that they, I think they'll be, I mean, it's, it's, that's a long time to live your life getting yelled at every day. Right. Well, but like you can, you can like take inspiration from that, though. I, I mean, I think you can if this wasn't about the fact that you were actually total cheaters. I mean, like you can be like if if you just if, like if people don't believe in you and they're like, I don't believe in you, you could be like, No, well, I'm gonna do it. I can do it because I'm great. But if people are like, You're a cheater, and it's proven because you can't do it, so you're cheated. Then you're like, Oh, yeah, right, I did but, cheat. like. They've made it very clear that they don't believe, like, that they don't give a shit about that. Like, they're not sorry. They don't feel bad, you know? So it's well, like... Not, I mean, I think they're also presenting a public face. I mean, they're answering those. They're doing all the things that the management is telling them to do. Yeah, but they're not. I mean, like, that Carlos Correa interview was like, you know, yeah, we cheated and we feel bad, but we also, like, what we earned that championship. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, sociopaths are people, too. Is that kind of what we're getting at? Yes. 
I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I, they don't seem to care, so maybe they won't care. Hey, right. man. But, but maybe somewhere deep inside, they actually know that they're bad people and it'll affect them. That's what I'm right. thinking. Yeah, I'm hoping I mean, to maybe. watch. But like my response, I'm hoping to watch their little heart break on the field in front of me. Yeah. I don't think that's yeah. When somebody like when someone says fuck you to me, like I don't like feel bad, I like then want to fight that person, you know? Right. It's not like you know, I don't think that they're gonna be like, Oh geez, these they don't like me. I think that they're gonna be like, you know, fuck all these people. Like we now we have even more to prove. Like we didn't have anything to prove before because we won the World Series and then we always go to the World Series, but now they have something to prove. I feel like I feel like they've been given a chip on their shoulder. I mean, you might be right. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how people, I don't know how anybody would be affected by that other than me. And I just feel sad the whole time if, they, if it was me. But I guess that's probably why I'm not a professional athlete. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and I'm not good at sports. <laughs> All right. I just Googled this. It doesn't give it for the team. According to a release before Manfred spoke to the media on Sunday, the over-under for number of times Astros players are hit. Okay, you guys want to guess, and then we'll, we'll sign off. Who's number one? What? Who's going to get hit the most? Who's going to get hit the most? Bregman. Yep, number one, Bregman, ten and a half. Ten and a half? For ten. The whole season? That's what, according to Vegas, yeah, they're saying ten and a half for Bregman. I'm over. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the over on all of this shit. Definitely. Who is, who is second? Uh, let me guess. Second is Altuve. No. George Springer. George Springer, eight and a half. Uh, yeah, I'd want to hit him in the face today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The thing is, I feel like people like Altuve, you know? Like, I think that people like him. As a short person, I really like Al Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> He's, your... <laughs> He's your favorite player. <laughs> He's five six. He gives the right. rest of yeah, us. Short guy. He's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. All right. Third place is a tie. Uh, uh, what was it? Yeah, Gurriel Gurri- 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 and Jose Altuve. Gurriel and Altuve. And, and then Correa behind them. So it's ten, ten and a half for Bregman, eight and a half for Springer, six and a half for Altuve and Gurriel, and three and a half for Correa. That just seems insanely low. It yeah. seems like you yeah. get hit more by by pitches more than that in one season. Yeah. Just, just I feel like it's harder to hit. Altuve though, because he's so small. That was that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're even go- like people like people like Altuve. People, nobody likes Yoey Gurriel. No, I, I like Sam's logic. I think his number is low because he's <laughs> yeah. smaller, yeah. so he got like it actually would be ten if he was the size of a normal person, but because he gets missed. <laughs> yeah, he can duck. Yeah, yeah. he uh, yeah, no, the Astros are in for a long season. Uh, well, I also like, I would like to see the yeah. over-under on hitters that Astros pitchers are going to hit. Because, yeah. like, you know what Justin Verlander is going to do on his last pitch of every game is fucking <laughs> nail somebody. Like, that guy, 
that guy will throw the ball at your head without even thinking if twice. Any, you know what if, I mean? If, if anyone is hit by a pitch while Justin Verlander is pitching, he's going to hit like 100 people on the other side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's And he's going to do it at 100 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, with this weird, perfect 5 o'clock shadow and his like, skull right. to the air. <laughs> right. That guy, that guy does not give a fuck. Like, he will break your ribs as soon as he'll look at you, you know? <laughs> Yeah, his dimple will just break your own back. <laughs> well, but then, uh, uh, so what's Granky gonna do? Granky, he's probably just gonna like poke down. I know, that is scary. I would be Grank, afraid. Granky's that... like, Granky's gonna like, you know, kill the other team's mascot or something, you know? But like in the back, like hidden away from everything and not tell anybody. Right. Just yeah, no, no, no. And, uh, just like with that sort of weird vacant look on his face. At their house. Like, he's <laughs> <laughs> just going to show up at the mascot's house in the middle of the night, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know what Jack Gerke did last summer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right cool all right i'm signing off ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening this has been dumped on um ostensibly a baseball podcast thanks for the first ever uh live callers thomas and al uh appreciate it we'll have to do this again <laughs> um yeah i'm just gonna sign off thanks so much for listening uh this has been dumped on the have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow I think Garrett Cole is overrated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.